Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey, it's Greg Harrelson here from the Level Up Podcast, and I've got an exciting guest, uh, and exciting for a few different reasons. Number one, I'm excited because I love to talk about lead conversion, lead generation, lead follow-up, anything we can talk about leads-oriented, I get excited about. And then, of course, uh, my guest. I've got Abe Safa here, who has been a friend of mine, a great friend of mine for years and years and years. He's obviously much older than I am, but I'm still his friend. And, um, and at the same token, we've been working together for a couple years and, and Abe has done some wonderful things in just a few years, um, has created, went from a new licensee to creating um, over a hundred transactions a year for himself. So I just wanted to go ahead and throw those little things out there. Welcome, Abe. Hey, Greg. Hey, Let's go ahead and, and talk, jump right into the conversation. I, you know, I don't like to waste time for my audience. Um, you know, the conversation that I want to have with you revolves around lead conversion. So when you and I talk so much outside of podcasts and just, uh, you know, even outside of work, and we're constantly having conversations around optimizing our businesses, how do we get more without spending more? So in, in, in the realm of lead conversion, Abe, what are, what are you seeing as some of the major problems that are out there? I've got some of my ideas on what the problem's out there, but I want to kind of like bring up a problem, um, bring up some solutions, and then talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, what you're doing with technology, how you're leveraging that to increase conversion. But what are you seeing as some of the problems as a real estate agent right now in the area of lead conversion? So, so a couple of things. Uh, number one, to summarize it, bandwidth is really the biggest issue. So we generate a lot of leads, obviously. So we prospect three hours a day, every single day. So there's a never-ending supply of leads. So the lead generation is coming in, which I think nowadays most agents don't have a problem with leads. You can buy leads all day long. So leads coming in is not an issue. But what we're realizing, what, what you and I talk about all the time, and what I realize personally is, is keeping up with those leads and having as few as possible fall through the cracks. Um, so just being able to, to keep up with the follow-up. Well, number one, being able to, to reach everybody, right? We all know that when a lead comes in, probably less than 40% chance that you actually even reach, reach that person to begin with. And then when you do reach and being able to follow up enough times to be able to convert them. So it's a combination of, of, of having a bandwidth to be able to make enough contacts or enough attempts to reach somebody. Um, and then being able, once you do reach and being able to keep following up enough times to actually close the deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I feel the pain, not only as a real estate uh, professional, but as an owner of a company. Uh, and I'm sure you feel the pain from a real estate perspective, but let's just say, what, what does this really look like for companies, brokerages, teams, and whatnot? And it, it, it looks like we, we, we put in all this energy and effort and money into acquiring leads, whether we're prospecting, uh, whether we're doing social media marketing, whether we're buying leads from Zillow or Trulia or somewhere else, you know, it, it takes time, it takes energy, it takes money. And what ends up happening right now, the ability to create leads has become so easy. But 
we're spending all this time and money on these leads, but we're not talking to all of them. So that's what you're meaning by bandwidth, right? So, so how does bandwidth play into improving the ratios here? Okay. So, I mean, so one of the things, you know, when I started selling real estate, one of the most frustrating things for me was picking up the phone, calling a lead, hearing the phone ring three times, hang up or leave a voicemail, going on to the next person. And then before you know it, it feels like I spent so much time just kind of hearing the phone ring. Right. And I'm not going to prospect, you know, 14, 15 hours a day. So I, I wanted something to, to be able to prospect for me when I'm not making calls to be able to make enough attempts to get that person to pick up the phone. So, so bandwidth to me was pretty much how much time do I have in a day to be able to make X number of attempts or however many attempts it would take for that person to reach. So nowadays, as you're well aware of this, I mean, there's just so much noise out there. With social media, our phone is just like beeping every five seconds. There's something that's popping up, a notification for this, a notification for that. I think people have become numb to notifications and the phone ringing, and it's just the automatic nature to just send somebody a voicemail when a, when a call comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, what I realized, and we talked about this multiple times, is it's taken the number of attempts it takes to get someone to pick up the phone just keeps increasing day by day by day. So right now, I mean, it's taken anywhere from, from seven attempts to as much as 12, 13 attempts to get someone to just pick up the phone. Yeah. Um, that's just well, what that does. It just makes things tougher and tougher for us. So we can, we can, yeah, we can call someone three, four times and text them twice in a day and, and reach them. But how many leads can we do that to? Mm-hmm. And when you have never ending supply of leads coming in, there's just so much that's just being wasted. So the, the efficiency is not even close to being there. Uh, and, and the RRI is just minimized right now because of our inability to make the right number of attempts per lead to be able to convert a high number of them. Yeah. So I see a couple issues that you're really, that you're touching on. Number one, um, if we only had one lead coming in a day, then we could probably, we probably have enough bandwidth to make five, six, seven, eight, nine attempts to actually contact that one lead. Um, But if we have two or three leads coming in during the, the day, then that 10 attempts per lead now is 30 attempts and 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 of course you can't make 30 straight attempts right at one sitting like you have to actually make an attempt now and then an hour later an attempt and then 30 minutes later an attempt so like if you had to make 30 attempts to get the three people on the phone you have to stretch that throughout your day that's nearly impossible now it's possible but how could you repeat that every single day before next thing you know, all you're doing is making attempts to get these people on the phone. You would have to have somebody else doing everything else, including working buyers, getting your listings or, or uh, doing listing presentations, processing, negotiating, et cetera. So I see that as being a, a, a problem. The second prog- problem that I see that you haven't, you didn't really uh, talk about, but I can just visualize it as this, is that, okay, if we got these leads coming in and we're not able to talk to all of them, then what, no wonder why, we continue, why we're starting to stockpile all these leads in this database. And then we look at this database that we've built and it doesn't seem to be spitting out any opportunities because we don't have time to go now make all the attempts in our data, in our, in our current database because we have to make more attempts on the new leads. So we've got an issue where we're not even really capitalizing fully on the new leads. And we've got all these leads piling up in a database. And, and to me, leads are not like wine. They don't, they don't get better over time. 
right? They actually are more like milk. They spoil over time if we don't give it attention. And I see a lot of people complaining about their databases are just not, they're, these are a bunch of dead leads, inactive leads, non-responsive leads. And that's because too much time and too few contacts or at least attempts to contact them is probably taking place. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so, you know, go back to early on when I started real estate and I'm going to call someone out in our office, not really calling them out, but I, a lot of guys use paper in the office. So when I first came in, wait, wait, went, wait, wait, is that me? No, no, no. Well, you too, but I'm not calling. <laughs> so I call this the KJ effect. Yeah. When I started, KJ had this box under his desk that had leads just stacked up, right? So a new lead comes in, you'll call it a couple of times. No answer. Okay. You set it aside thinking, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll follow up again tomorrow. No big deal. Just like you were saying, it keeps adding on. So a couple of days later, now you've got 10 of those leads and then 15 and then 20. So the, the, the KJ effect of being able to follow up. So as you were saying, lead, like the lead providers nowadays love that, right? Because instead of selling leads to one agent, because they know we're not reaching everybody and not even have the ability to reach and the bandwidth to reach everybody. Now they can sell those leads to three and four and five agents and they can keep recycling these leads. So we never really own the leads. We actually just borrow them for a little bit to be able to, to reach them. And we've got a certain amount of period, like you said, to reach them. And then when we don't, we just call them a bad lead or call them a dead lead. When yeah. that's, we just didn't make enough attempts or didn't have the capacity to make enough attempts to reach them. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think one of the things that's um, uh, a buzz in the real estate industry is, is real estate agents are constantly complaining about having a poor return on their investment. And so, mm -hmm. man, buying leads is a poor, poor ROI. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to tell the audience to go out and buy a bunch of leads today because, you know, I don't necessarily believe that that's what everyone should do. Um, but I would challenge those that are buying leads or have, have bought leads and had a poor ROI. I would challenge you by asking you this question. What would your ROI have been if you would have actually talked to 100% more of the leads that you bought? Meaning, if you buy 100 leads or generate 100 leads, but you only get 40 of them on the phone. Well, then your conversion is going to all be based on those 40, right? When it comes to the income, the return on your investment, you can only get a return off of those 40 because those are the only people that you talk to. But when it comes to the expense, you, you have the expense of the 100, but only the opportunity of 40. So then your ROI is poor. But what if you actually, instead of buying 100 and only talking to 40, what if you bought 100 and then talked to 80? And then even if your skill sets were the same, and you just talk to 100% more people, your expenses stay the same, your skill sets stay the same, you talk to 100% more people, you may have 100% more ROI than you currently have. So I actually want to introduce the thought to my audience that maybe we need to reevaluate whether or not the leads are performing poorly or if it's our structure, our infrastructure and systems that just haven't adapted to the new way of doing business. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I challenge you know, everyone to kind of think of it that way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if it was as simple as you buy a hundred leads, you make one phone call per lead and every single person picks up on that one phone call, then it's easy. But in reality, yeah. they don't. So yeah, 40% of the people are going to pick up. And then the question is, what are you doing with that other 60%?
And I, and I tell you, and we, you know, I mean, we, we've been through this. We talked about it a million times. There are gold mines sitting in people's databases right now that they have no clue about. And if they talk, if you're an, if you're an owner of the business, if you're a team leader, you talk to your agents and, and they just think it's dead leaves. They think it's garbage. And it really isn't. I mean, we've done tests. We've done, you and I have done a bunch of things where we ran these old leaves and, and stuff just keeps, the cream keeps rising to the top. And, and all it is, is just no one made enough attempts to reach these people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's, let's, let's talk a little bit about contact junkie. Okay. And, and just full disclosure for my audience, I am involved with Abe um, in a company called contact junkie. Um, uh, Abe is really the, 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 the founder, the, 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 the mind behind the whole technology. Um, and, but, but I thought it was worthy of us talking about this because this really illustrates like how can, there's a few ways that you can solve as an agent, your bandwidth problems, right? We know that you can go ahead and, and, uh, put more time in your schedule, block off more time in your schedule. Uh, for actually making these attempts. Like, you know, if you got to make 10 attempts to get somebody on the phone, well, you know, block off a few minutes, uh, you know, in the uh, morning, block off some time in the afternoon, block off some time in the evening, um, and, and make sure that you have time to go follow up. Now, unfortunately, it, we, we don't have a lot of time as Billy, busy real estate agents, but that is one strategy. The other strategy, and I think a lot of people are doing this right now, is they're hiring assistants or hiring ISAs, and they're increasing their bandwidth by saying, okay, I will call these people, but if I don't get them on the phone, then I'll let these, this ISA go ahead and call them the rest of the day and, and, and work these leads, and then when they get somebody on the phone, they can patch them. Uh, patch it to me. So that's also a fantastic solution. Of course, that costs uh, you know some money, some management, and some training. But it is a great solution, and it's, it's working for some people. But for some reason, you didn't choose to use either one of those solutions. You wanted to you know uh, find a different way to do it. So you created this thing uh, called Contact Junkie. We'll talk about it a little little bit more. But can you tell me what your frustration was that led you? to actually creating this technology. Okay, well, let me give you one more solution as well. We were talking about solutions to that problem, right? And, and one of the hottest and fastest growing segments of our industry right now for these companies out there where you hand them your database, right? They'll make the calls for you and then sell them back to you for a 25% referral fee or charge you per lead, which to me is, is insane. That number one, you're handing your whole database to a complete stranger, number one, and then you're buying it back from them. So that's another, but it is a solution, right? And, and it's sure. one of the fastest growing things right now in the industry. A lot of agents are, are, are using that. Yeah, so, good point. Yes, so back, back to me, like what, what I wanted was number one, be able to make more attempts to reach people, right? So the, the, again, the most frustrating thing for me is, is hearing a phone ring. That, that just, that deflated me. I didn't want to just hear a phone ring. If I call you, I want you to pick up. If you don't pick up, I want to move on to the next lead, but I don't want to lose it. Right, so I wanted something that was going to be able to make attempts to that person over and over and over until until I was able to reach them. Um, so I had this system built, and initially, like I wasn't even thinking, let's build it and and let's sell it. I wanted a solution for myself. Right, I had a problem. I wanted to fix it. I wanted an edge over the agents in my office, in, in your office, and then agents in our market. Right, I wanted an edge over them, and that's how it initially started. So. I, I've had it. I've been working on it for, for a while now, and I've been using it personally for four months now. Um, basically, what it is, it's a communication tool. 
Now, it's not designed to be a CRM. Don't want it to be a CRM. It's not designed to be a nurture program. Um, there's tons of CRMs out there. There's, there's hundreds that you can choose from. Um, nurture, there's Infusionsoft, there's Active Campaign. There's a lot of stuff out there that does that and don't want to be in that space. All I wanted was something that would just hammer people until I get a response. I want a response and I want it today. Okay, I don't want to stand in the KJ box to call them tomorrow or call them next week or next month. I want an answer today. If you're interested, let's talk. If you're not interested, I want to toss it away and generate some more leads. So that was the whole point behind it, right? Um, so let know, me stop you. Let me stop you for a minute. So yeah. what? Uh, uh, can you give me an example of somebody that you um, – that's not, you're not getting an answer today for some reason. So then you then put them into Contact Junkie. And then what does Contact Junkie do that helps you get an answer today? Like okay. what, yeah, break that down, slow that down a little bit. Okay, so basically what it's gonna do is gonna make multiple attempts in, in, in four different formats, right? It can send a text message. It can send a voicemail drop to someone's cell phone and uh, voicemail. It can send an email or you can send a bomb bomb video email. Mm -hmm. So you've got a, a four-prong attack in reaching out to people. So multi-channel approach to being able to reach them. So we all know that the best way to actually convert a lead is one-on-one is -on -one over the phone. Hands down, no question. I don't think anybody can argue with you on that one. Now, what's also working really well is text messaging. So more and more people are getting comfortable with text messaging. So that's becoming very popular across the whole industry. People are just raving and how great texting works, right? Mm -hmm. now, and it does. But now when you combine the manual calls, attempts that you make, the voicemail drops you put into their cell phone, text messaging, and a couple of emails, and a video, the, when you combine them together, it becomes a super powerful tool. Now the, the, they're being bombarded from all different angles, and then the, the response rate just goes through the roof at that point. Yeah, right. so let's let, let's take like a buyer lead, okay? So um, buyer lead comes in, um, mm -hmm. it, you know, it, and I'm on the phone with somebody else. Buyer lead comes in. I can't answer it like immediately, but let's mm -hmm. say I answer it within five minutes uh, or, or at least I call it back. I get an internet lead, I should say, um, of internet buyer lead. I see it. I hang up the phone. I go to call that buyer and the, the phone rings and rings and rings. And let's say I'm really doing my job and I hang up and then I dial it right back and it rings and rings and rings. Now I'm in a situation at this moment where the probability that I'm going to make actual contact with this lead is going to decrease dramatically because now I have to plan some later on date in, or in, in my schedule or later on time that day to call them again. What you're saying is you would put it into Contact Junkie at that moment. And then what would Contact Junkie do for the agent at that moment? Okay, so, so the way that works is like this. First of all, it's all automated, right? So you create a campaign and we have campaigns for just about every lead source that there is. So we would provide the user with campaigns. Um, you build out a campaign and it would have a combination of text messages, voicemail, email. Um, give you an example, it would be the first message that goes out could be a text message. Hey, this is Abe Safa. Just tried calling you a couple of times. No answer. Can you give me a call? Whatever. Okay. That would go out instantly. Now, within a campaign, I can have it wait 20 minutes. Okay. And if I don't get a response in 20 minutes, I'll have the next uh, sequence go out, which the next sequence could be a voicemail drop. Okay. And then I would say, okay, if I don't have an answer yet still, wait another half an hour, send an email. 
Okay. And then so on and so forth. No answer yet. I would say, okay, three hours from then, send another text message. Okay. And then another hour, send another voicemail. Uh And so on. And you can build it all out. We have the ability in the system to go out as far as 90 days, but almost every single one of my campaigns is is a a one day, two day, or three day blast to get someone to respond instantly. Yeah. Um, Again, what what I've realized, and, and we talked about this as well, is when you make that one attempt a day, people are busy, man. They're not, they're not picking up. And it has nothing to do with, with you or the agent. doesn't mean they're not interested. They're just busy. You call them at a bad time. So the likelihood that you catch them next time that it's not a good, so that, it's, that it's not a bad time is slim. But now when you have the system, text them an hour later, now we're trying another time. Email them another hour and a half later, another text two hours later. When you go three, four, five attempts within that first day, the response rate goes through the roof at that point because you're going to catch them at one point during that day where they're not busy and they're responding. So that's basically what it does. It's, when they respond, the system will stop automatically. You get a notification on your cell phone or if you use Slack app, you'll get a notification in Slack app that they responded and the campaign will stop for that lead. You pick up the phone at that point and, and take over manually. You either text them back or what's even better is you just call them and then yeah. close it. Yeah, but the whole point is it's just it'll keep making those attempts for as long as your campaign is or until they respond, whichever comes first. So, I mean, it allows us to, to just have unlimited bandwidth, you know? Yeah. And, then, and then we see that, okay, for this particular campaign and that kind of lead source, it's taken 5.8 attempts to reach them. All of these stats are in the system, you can tell. Certain, you know, certain lead sources, it could be two and a half attempts to reach them. But then there are other other lead sources where it's taken nine, ten attempts to reach them. Right. And, and you know, based on the lead source, and that's how you build out the campaign in order to fit that kind of lead source. Right. And, and I know that you offer the, all these campaigns. A lot of these campaigns are pre-built for, for the people that are, are using it. But I, again, I want to break it down for the audience because I, I'm, I'm sitting here getting an internet lead. I call them. I call them again. They're not there. I put it in the contact junkie. It may text them. Hey, just tried to reach you. Wanted to see if you're um, interested in taking a look at the property you called on and they still don't respond. Then I have a voicemail that goes out. Hey, I sent you a a, a text a moment ago. Just thought I'd leave you a message. Just letting you know I'm going to be available. Let me know when I can, uh, when we can chat and then still no response. Then another text goes out uh, and then an email goes out and then another text, another text and email until they finally respond. And then when they respond, you said that it'll cut off. So it just doesn't keep running on people that have responded. So that's the way this works. I think that's beautiful. And I know that we've put thousands of people into the campaign. So we know what's working and what's not working. But a buyer that, uh, like I described, a buyer lead that I got through the internet that I put in the campaign, that's probably one that maybe takes five or six attempts before I finally get them on the phone if I don't um, get them initially when I make the manual call. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. And then what if it was like, because I think this is where there's so much gold in everyone's computer right now. Like most agents don't need to do anything else or add anything else or buy anything like any additional leads to reach their goals this year. All they have to do is gold pan through, gold goal panning through your current database and you've already got all the opportunities. Now, when we did that through um, old buyer databases, I think I called them either dead uh, either dead leads 
non-responsive leads or inactive leads. These are people that were completely dead. They don't respond to us. They're not active or anything. Then you've got some that, you know, I called non-active that they're just, you know, they're, they're not showing any searching activity within our IDX. And then you got non-responsive, the ones that just won't talk to us, right? We took a big old pile of those leads, thousands of those. And I think what we found, and correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, it took around anywhere from nine to 10 attempts to get them to respond. Is that roughly right? That, that is correct. I'm, I think we used two-year-old leads on those bio leads. So for, yeah, for those campaigns, it took a little bit longer. But, but just like you said, I mean, these are, this is like free money. Right. Yeah. Just about every single body around this country has some sort of database that's sitting there that's not being contacted. Yeah. Right? And there's gold sitting there. Yeah. Um, now you, you said a couple of things. You said you said dead leads. I know you don't use that term yourself because you don't believe there's a such thing as a dead lead. But I know for the audience, we're going to use that term. Um, and non-responsive. The the thing is, it's not that these leads are non-responsive or dead. They're responding to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Just not to us. We're not making, and I'm using your, your language at this point, and um, we're just not making enough attempts to get them engaged with us. Okay, but somebody is. And what, what we're realizing is, is, is what, what I like to do, and, and I think the best formula is 60%, because you're going to use Contact Junkie a certain amount, right? Depending on what kind of plan you have, you're going to have a certain amount of credits to use. I, I think what a good formula is, 60% of your credits used towards old leads, just rejuvenating those leads and, and getting free money out of those leads, and then leave another 40% of that for your new leads coming in because it works phenomenal for, for new leads as well. Yeah. Right? So a lead comes in, once a buyer, seller, whatever it may be, you make two attempts to reach them. Um, it, to me, it's an automatic process at this point. I make two phone calls. They don't pick up. I hand it to my assistant. She drops them into contact junkie, and I move on to the next thing. I don't even think about it until they respond. When they respond... If she's monitoring the system and they're not interested, that's great. If they're interested, she'll either engage them or shoot me a text saying, hey, look at this one real quick. You know, and then so at that point, I'm just sitting there waiting. I mean, there's been many times we're out to dinner, we're out having a drink, and a lead responds, and, and I get an appointment. It could be 7 o'clock in the evening because the system is just going to run for me all day long. There's been times where I don't even know who it was. Like somebody calls me and says they're ready to list. I check the voicemail. They said, they're, okay, I got your message. I'm ready to list. I'm like... I had to go back and dig through my folders. Like, who was this guy? And then I go and I realize, okay, he was running a contact junk and I forgot all about him. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole point is you, you can prospect all day long with this system and not have to worry about um, how many hours per day you have to do it because it's all automated. Yeah, I, I, and that is the beauty of it. And what I want the audience to know is, is, and what I'm really trying to educate the industry or do my part in, in educating the industry is um, on the conversation of bandwidth. Bandwidth is, in my opinion, in the area of lead conversion, bandwidth or lack of bandwidth is the problem. And what we're constantly doing is we're trying to find ways to increase our bandwidth, and they seem to be very expensive. Comes at 25% referral fee or comes at hiring staff or hiring this person and whatnot. And so that's prohibited by, uh, for a lot of real estate agents because there's a big upfront cost, and you're hoping that you get something on the back end. So what, what we're really doing here is we're figuring out how to increase our bad bandwidth 
at very low cost, of course, but how to increase our bandwidth so we don't have to continue to buy more and more leads or generate more and more leads. We can just pull the leads out of you know what's sitting in the buckets that we have in our office right now. And and again, I know that the, we, we've had so much success, but I just wanted people to, to understand that that's what Contact Junkie is. And, and everything that Abe shared with you, yes, you can manually do it. And I recommend that everybody look at their databases right now and put in their schedule to make multiple attempts to get these people on the phone. Now, I know what's going to happen. <clears throat> you're going you're gonna to start working your older databases and you're going to get a little bit discouraged at times because you're going to call them and find out, gosh darn it, they just listed or they just bought with my competition. You're going to find some people have decided they're never going to buy. You're going to find some people that say, hey, yes, I'm still interested. The point is, you're going to have, you have this database right now and we look at it and we have no idea where each one of these leads stand. We have no idea where they are in the process. So when we're going out and making massive contacts to this database through automation, they're engaging back with us and then we're able to then reposition them from this database to either the trash can or this database to this part of the database. There are times we'll work old buyer leads and the buyer lead will say to us, um, oh, I'm sorry, I already purchased. And then I could respond back and say, oh, great, fantastic, good for you. Where did you purchase? And then they say, well, I purchased in, um, in, in, in the farm. Well, fantastic. Now I've got their contact information or I would have never been able to contact them. Now what I can do is I can take that lead, old lead, that I missed the opportunity, I can then go save a sold search for them in, in my uh, website. And now this person who's now an owner in the farm, I can make sure that they get an update, a market update on the farm, like a CMA every single month, forever. Absolutely. So now what I'm doing is I'm taking the loss you know, first of all, I didn't even know that, you know, I hadn't talked to them, you know, in, in, in ever probably. That's why they're sitting in the database. Now I find out that they bought. And instead of getting discouraged, I'm like, well, I can take that communication, now save them a sold search and start dripping CMAs on them once a month through automation in my, uh, in, in, I do it through Real Geeks, through my Real Geeks website. And next thing you know, I'm creating a listed opportunity, opportunity two to three downs, uh, years down the road. And unless you find a way to improve your bandwidth, you're missing out on all these opportunities. So I just wanted to kind of give a real live, a real world scenario of what kind of game we're playing internally at our office. Absolutely. That's brilliant. Yeah. Because I mean, so a lot of people would say, okay, this person bought already. I missed out. But no, I mean, that's brilliant. That's going to be a future seller for you down the road. Yeah. And with Contact Junkie, you actually have the bandwidth to, to follow up with that guy every quarter. Mm-hmm. Because okay. none of us can do that manually. It's impossible to be able to keep... I have 4,500 people in my database. I can't physically call every single person every quarter and still keep up with the new leads. But now with Contact Junkie, I do. So every single morning, my assistant pulls 20 to 30, sometimes 40 people out of my database. I don't even know who it is. And she'll drop them into a campaign. And it could be as simple as three messages. A voicemail, an email, and a text. They just checking in with you. We haven't spoken in a while. Wanted to see what your goals are for this year. What can I help you out with? Give me a call. Cool. It can be simple, but now they're hearing my voice every quarter, you know, every couple of months or whatever. And then I think that's crucial, being able to keep up with it. And, and just like you said earlier, you don't need Contact Junkie to do this. 
Yeah. Right? And I urge people to do this. So from, with your new leads from now on, just try it for a week or two weeks. When you get a new lead, make seven attempts to reach in that first day. And I promise you, you're going to reach twice as many people as you're reaching right now. Yes. And then once you convince that that's actually, that's what works, then we could talk about increasing your bandwidth because you're not going to do that. How many hours a day do you have? How many hours a day can you call? Then at that point, we can increase your bandwidth with contact junkie. And instead of reaching 10 people, now let's go out there and reach 50 people and let's have some fun. Yeah. You know I mean? But it works. And it works because you're making that many attempts to reach people. Yeah. And I think those of you that are listening to the podcast, I think you guys know that I typically do not feature products and whatnot. And, uh, and, um, you know, I, I, the last time I, time I did this, it was with Infusionsoft. And, you know, of course the majority of the people that got involved with Infusionsoft and used our campaigns have done very well with it. Of course, there's always people that, uh, you know, you know, decided that was a little overwhelming and maybe they didn't have the results, but the, those stories are few and far between. This is just the next thing that we're implementing in my own operation that I feel now that I've proven the concept that I'm willing to talk about it and share it with the, uh, you know, the rest of the industry. What are a few, just wrapping up real quick, we got, uh, you know, a minute or two left. What are a few uh, cool little features, um, you know, that you could tell us about Contact Junkie and then we'll kind of close it down. Let me mention one other thing first before I go there. We talk a lot about buyer leads. I mean, I don't work with buyers. I work 90, 95% of my sales are sellers. So this works phenomenal with seller leads. So, I mean, there's campaigns like if you're talking to someone and all of a sudden they went dark on you, there's a campaign to reach them. And I'm getting a 65% response rate on people that I just can't get on the phone anymore. So it works well for sellers as well as buyers just across the board. Yeah, um, of course. Some of the cool features, um, it has a cell phone check. So when you put in a number, it'll actually do a quick check for you and tell you if it's a cell phone or not, because you don't want to sit here thinking, I'm making attempts to reach this person when it's really a landline, you texting a landline. So it's not getting through. That's so cool. one feature is it'll check and see if it's a cell phone. Uh, another cool feature, it, it recognizes what area code the, the lead's phone is in. So based on that, it'll only call them within certain times of day. So you don't have to worry about, you know, why this guy's on the West Coast. I can't put this lead in until 11 a.m. I'm on the East Coast. No, you just drop it in at 2 a.m. It doesn't make a difference because yeah. it's just until it's 8 a.m. their time. Um, so I can have a VA at 4 o'clock in the morning, drop my leads in there. I don't have to worry about it because it's not going to be campaigns. are not going to start until 8 a.m. Eastern time um, for me and if it, if it fits their time zone. So a lot of cool features like that. We're doing a bunch of cool integrations. Um, I personally pipe drive for a CRM, so there's a cool integration with pipe drive. Um, so I can just click a button on a lead and, and it'll drop them straight into a campaign. Of course, we're going to do some Real Geeks integration and Fusionsoft integration coming. Um, so there's a lot of cool things like that. And look, at the end of the day, I mean, you and I are still real estate agents, right? So we're in the business. We're not some tech guys developing something that we think might be useful to somebody. Yeah. You know, every single day, this is getting better and better. And we have enough time? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just getting better daily. Um, and we'll keep improving it. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and wind out so it doesn't cut out on us. But one of the features I wanted to mention was um, sharing of campaigns. I know I wrote some campaigns the other day, and um, and then I sent them to you, and then you shared them just through a button, just kind of shared them to other people. So within the ecosystem, it allows the users, if they want to share campaigns with real estate agents all across the country, share their best practices. I found that to be one of the cool things. But if you want to go to find go to Contact Junkie on Facebook, and uh, you know, and, and, and like the page. 
engage and get into communication. Um, there's there's dialogues ha being had there. Of course, you can go to contactjunkie.com um, and uh, put in your email address, contact information, and get some additional information. I actually have some coaching videos on lead conversion. So if you do do that, it'll kick off a little campaign, and I think you get maybe four or five videos from me about lead conversion. So I appreciate you taking the time, Abe. Um, I'm sure we're going to have follow-up conversations. If somebody wants to reach out to you, though, um, how can they reach you? What's the best way? Um, they can call me directly. My cell phone is 843-360-2145. Um, they can go to the website, contactjunkie.com, um, submit a request there as well. I can get that, or they can email me, uh, c21safa, S-A-F-A, at gmail.com. Okay, great. And you know, um, those of you that are, that are, are frequent listeners, you can just go to uh, Facebook, uh, find me, Greg Harrelson, and uh, send me a Facebook message. It's the best way for, for me to reach back out to you. So I'd appreciate if you do that. And I, I'd also appreciate if you would subscribe and maybe even leave a comment, uh, you know, about what you like or, or not even, or, or maybe what you dislike about the, uh, the podcast. All comments are welcome. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time.